Hello and welcome, brother dudes and dudettes. I am Dr. Damien Gibson, DMD, and this is your Impact Wrestling recap and review. Uh, really good episode of Impact this week. Uh, probably the best episode of uh, wrestling uh, of the week. Impact, I don't know, man. It, it they they do so well with so little and. You just wonder if the creative team had more um, resources, what they would be able to do. Um, I think they're in a pretty good spot at the moment. I hope they're doing okay financially because I assume they are. Um, But uh, look, if you are tuning into this because you just want to hear about impact, you think, I don't have time to... You can... And this is not this is not paid for by Impact or anything like that. I just think it's good wrestling. And if you're looking for some good wrestling outside of AEW, Impact's probably the place to to find it. You can um, essentially watch the weekly Impact show via YouTube. For, and this is in Australia, so I think it's like two dollars fifty Australian uh, per month. The membership, <laughs> and I think it's a dollar. It might be a week. That might be a week. But either way, um, I'm paying for the unlimited membership, which is like six bucks a month or something like that. And you get um, the Impact uh, weekly show. And the, the sort of, you know, they do like two pay-per-views a month kind of thing. It's like a, um, they'll do like a sort of proper pay-per-view and then they'll do the sort of Saturday night pay-per-views that are kind of like special presentations. You get those as well. Anyway, enough shilling for Impact. Let's get into this week. Uh, We start the recap, uh, well, we start with a recap of Josh Alexander cashing in his X Division Championship shot uh, at the Impact title held by uh, Christian Cage last week and the return of Christopher Daniels the fallen angel which I didn't realize this was like a uh, Matt Stryker said something later in the episode about vampire blood and stuff I think he might have just been joking around about how good he looks for being 52 but um yeah for some reason I, I didn't like seeing Christopher Daniels in AEW and I really like seeing him in Impact so figure that out uh Laredo Kid versus Trey Mel- Miguel uh, versus Alex Zane. All three of these guys. I know Laredo Kid's been with Impact on and off for the last four or five years. I would be pushing all three of these guys to the moon, baby. Uh, to quote my favorite WWE wrestler of all time, Cameron Grimes. Uh, these guys start with some sensational transitions that lead to all three attempting a drop kick. Uh, they all miss. Then there's backflips all round up to their feet. Just superb. Great, really, really good stuff. Uh, This is testament to Michael Sidgwick's um, philosophy that the opening show slash promo gives you really good insight into what the show is going to be like. Um, And I think this is a testament to that philosophy. Uh, Alexander did a backflip. So he did a backflip backwards senton. So he had his back facing to the two guys outside of the ring. He jumped up onto the bottom rope, like sort of let frog off that, did a backflip onto the other two guys. Um, yeah, Ali Sane's one of those uh, names that, you know, I heard being released from NXT and was like, hmm. Um, 
and this is the it's really unbelievable i tried to watch uh nxt two point nxt nxt 2.0 i got about six minutes in and turned it off um and i watched impact uh for the review obviously and going from nxt to (laughs) impact and sort of taking into consideration how much talent WWE has let go in the last year and a half, um, which w- was always going to have to happen when someone with half a brain, which Tony Khan, the other Tony Khan seems to have, has come along and gone, why do we have all these wrestlers when they're not wrestling? Um, but it, it it is helping, uh, you know, put it this way, if, NX, you know, if WWE hadn't released... Um, Alex Zane, then we don't get this match. So it's great for Impact that they're they're getting these guys through the door. Uh, there are too many spots in this match to go through one by one, but it was a fantastic match, and it would be a really good reason to jump on board and get an Impact subscription. Um, help out a semi-independent company and, um, you know, get these wrestlers paid, man, because they deserve it with the, you know... to. When you look at Impact's presentation, they're wrestling in front of 50, 60 people. Um, and I think that suits them because it's lightweight and they you know, they don't have to worry about booking big arenas or anything like that. They can do it in a TV studio, essentially. Um, but these guys, the guys in ring, the guys and girls in ring, are really busting a gut to put on a fantastic presentation. Um, and they deserve to get paid for that, brother, brother. Uh Next up, we got a, a quick um, update on on what I told you guys earlier in the week that Sammy Callahan is off to hospital, um, and uh, because of that, we've got a street fight between Eddie Edwards and and W Morrissey at the end of the episode. Edwards cuts a promo that's pretty great. He always sounds a little like he's drunk. <laughs> Eddie Edwards, I'm not sure if that's part of the act or or what but it does add to his character uh matt striker this is the matt striker moment of the week he lets us know that our decisions can have effect uh, can have an effect on our lives so thanks for that matt uh it's my girl tenille dashwood tenille dashwood is the most australian name on the face of the planet by the way uh, and Madison Rain, who are now called The Influence, had a match with Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace. Tenille gets another win. I don't know what else this girl has to do to uh, to be Impact Women's Champion. Um, come on, Scott Demore, give her the belt. Uh, Christopher Daniels is doing an interview. He says that uh, he built the House of Impact. Josh Alexander appears, thanks Daniels for helping him out last week. Christian appears and says that uh, uh, he wouldn't have needed any help if Alexander had been paying attention. Christian says that he helped uh, he helped Alexander because he wants no excuses for when he beats him at Bound for Glory. Uh, we get a Brian Myers uh, learning tree segment. There's some funny stuff here. I'm so happy to see Zicky Dice move up a level again. I mean, I think it's probably fair enough to say that Impact's the next level up from NWA at the moment. I think that's really fair, actually. <laughs> um, and it's great to see Ziggy Dice, you know, on TV. I think he's got so much potential to be uh, anything, really. Um, 
you guys will see. Keep watching. You'll get more of Zicky Dyson. Yeah, he's fantastic. The good color, uh, good brothers cut a promo. That's all right. I mean, they always cut pretty good promos, but the production levels on this suck. I don't know what they were filming it on. I assume it's like a phone or something, but. Anyway, they say there should be a number one contenders match between Finn Juice and Bullet Club. And that's what we end up getting uh, for next week. Uh, this was an interesting segment. Diona Perazzo is up next. She's driven to the middle of nowhere <clears throat> to beat up Mickey James at her ranch. Uh, I couldn't... The whole time this segment was happening, because <clears throat> supposedly this is Mickey James's house... And it could well be, but I just could not imagine Nick Aldis, who is Mickey James's husband, living on a ranch. You know, I just imagine him walking around in his kind of Homelander gear, <laughs> like, you know, padding horses and stuff. It just didn't make any sense. Um, you can tell that these guys are in the country in America because they're both wearing white singlets and blue jeans. So, uh and uh, I, look, I didn't mind this. I didn't mind this vignette. I thought it was cool, something different. Um, it breaks up the show a little bit when you're doing these sort of outside promos. And and I thought, and the girls beat the living crap out of each other. Um, it just leaves the story on simmer, though. It didn't really progress anything. I suppose it could be, you know, Mickey James could be like, "You came to my house where my children sleep," that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, this is good stuff. Uh, Finn Juice let us know that they'll be teaming up with Chris Sabian. I think this is a pretty cool trips uh, pairing uh, for their triple match next week against the the Bullet Club. Uh, then we got a match between Madman Fulton and Christopher Daniels. Madman Fulton is Ace Austin sort of heavy. Uh, another NXT culling. He was insanity for a long period of time. Was in NXT forever. Um, and uh, just nothing was done with him. It's weird because, um, and like with W. Morrissey later on, these guys are 100% Vince guys. So it's kind of, you know, I mean, they're six foot seven and ripped. and um, Yeah, Christopher Daniels looks at home in Impact. Uh, this was a really good match. Ace Austin interfered towards the end. Josh Alexander came down to help out because Christopher Daniels had helped him out the week before. Uh, they fight up the ramp and disappear. Christopher Daniels hits the best moonsault ever and gets the win. Uh, Scott Damore Scott shuts down Swinger's Palace. So for anyone who hasn't isn't watching, uh, there's like a little mini casino happening at basically where they've been filming the COVID episodes <laughs> and it's just been the height of sort of crappy wrestling uh, comedy promos um, because they're doing Bound for Glory at Las Vegas. Uh, the Swingers Palace guys were asking for them to not do that. <laughs> Scott Tamore was like, not only am I going to go to Las Vegas, we're shutting down this continuing promo. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Ace Austin and, uh, Madman hit up uh, Damore saying, Scott Damore's very busy tonight as usual, saying that they aren't being treated fairly, um, that, uh, you know, Alexander interfered in the match, blah, 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 blah. Damore says, okay, how about this? Next week, you two guys can take on Alexander and Christian Cage in a match and you sort it out in the ring because that's what we do here at Impact. And they're happy with that. Um, I liked how basic 
this is what I like about Impact. I like how basic the storytelling is, but there is always a there is always um, the motivations of the characters are always at the forefront of storytelling. Um, it's not overly complicated by any stretch, but it makes for a really enjoyable hour and 20 minutes when you're watching it, you know. Violent by Design are out in the ring and uh, they call out Rhino. They say he's let the poison in. Uh, Rhino's hesitant to stand by their side. Um, music hits and Heath is back. Um, he's uh, on the stage. He comes down. He tries to appeal to Rhino. Rhino jumps out of the ring and escapes through the audience. Uh, if we get Rhino and Heath teaming back up again, that's good for business because... Um, they're just great. They work really well together. Uh, and then we've got your main events, Brother Dudes and Dudettes. <clears throat> it's uh, W. Morrissey versus Eddie Edwards in a street match. Uh, these guys are really going hard. <laughs> and talking about what I was talking about previously, about, you know, I mean, you're doing this in front of 50 people. You're having a hardcore match. You know it's going out on TV, but it would be easy to phone it in a little bit, you know. These guys were not doing that. They're uh, trading blows until Morrissey chokeslammed Edwards onto the ring steps. Uh, then Morrissey just beats the living hell out of Edwards with chairs and bin lids. We get a slight recovery from Eddie, who manages to get a couple of shots in, and he brings in a barbed wire chair, which will be important later. Uh, Morrissey beats Edward down again. Liz Edwards, Eddie's wife, appears with her kendo stick, and you can tell it's her kendo stick because it's got little pink tape on the end of it. Um, <laughs> and she starts hitting Morrissey. Edwards puts Morrissey through four chairs that are set up, uh, even though it didn't really, the spot was a bit botched. But anyway, it still looked kind of painful. Morrissey sits up on the one count, uh, Undertaker style. Uh, Eddie gets Morrissey down again. Liz sets up the barbed wire chair so Edwards can hit the Boston knee party into the... <laughs> into the barbed wire chair, into Morrissey's head. Um, uh, and then he gets the one, two, three. It's not over, though, because Moose appears, puts Edwards through a table. Morrissey's back up. He grabs Liz and makes her watch while Moose uh, puts a chair over Eddie's head and rams him into the ring post and then slams another chair into that chair. Uh, really brutal spot. A spot that I watched a couple of times trying to work out how they didn't, and I still haven't really worked it out. And the episode ends with Liz at Eddie's side worried about whether he's alive or dead, which is one of the most, uh, it's one of the things that you will see consistently on Impact Television is Liz constantly like, oh no, Eddie, are you dead? Um, really good episode. Really good, <laughs> really, really good episode. Uh, if you're looking for something to do this weekend outside of watching Rampage or um, you haven't watched any impact. This is probably a good, um, good episode to to dive in on. Uh, heard some, um, you know, we'll be doing the news episode tomorrow. But uh, hearing some rumors about um, Bray Wyatt, who I was obviously wrong about going to Dynamite this week, showing up on Impact with Braun Strowman uh, at Bound for Glory. Don't know if that's true. They're just the rumors that I'm hearing, but. Uh, they would; those two would be huge gets for Impact. I mean, massive if they they ended up going there. Um, 
you know, the the reasoning seems to be that AEW's has got too many people on the roster, but um, I know they're not interested in Braun Strowman, uh, and that's fair enough. Uh, and I think Braun Strowman put a lot of people's noses out with some tweets uh, while he was in WWE. Bray Wyatt, on the other hand, they seem to be interested in, but um, yeah, the, the... Yeah, I... I People are jumping all over the fact that it's like, oh, there was a 90-day non-compete and he's taken the money, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, don't know. I still got a vibe that he'll show up in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, because that tweet, wait until you hear what I've got to say, that... <clears throat> yeah, he's not going to... His character isn't the kind of character who's doing the Broken Skull sessions on WWE Network. So it means he's going to be talking somewhere. I would He's been on Talk as Jericho before. I would suggest that's where it's happening. Um, and if he's already set that up with Jericho, that really points to AEW for me. It's just a matter of when. So uh, you might get the Forbidden Door treatment. They might end up on AEW and Impact. Who knows? Anyway, this is all about Impact. Great episode. Go and watch it. Support Impact. Uh, we'll be back later on in the day with the uh, Rampage review and tomorrow with the weekly news roundup. But until then, brother dudes and dudettes, may your wrestling be good wrestling. And good night. <laughs>